0: What got his ass
1: <laughs> now? You have to be fast in the truck? I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life.
0: Those absolute clowns at 15BMX.com. Go on, do my best on whatever happens then It's good. My bottle got stretched a little bit. I got a tight little butt.
1: Look, I'm about to light this shit up. <laughs> Coffee Chatter Live. Where are you guys at? Oh, Canada! Coming out of the answer tent right now. Pop dog millionaire. <laughs> Let's make some noise. Tori Nyhog. These
0: these cold starts are really tough when we don't have our equipment. We're not in our we're not in our usual studio. Well, one of us and by one of us you isn't in the studio. <laughs> And we we just got to like hit record and just have at it. I find the intro really really helps us kind of set the tone and get in the flow of things. It's always hard to start from scratch, but we're out here, we're doing it. Show one ninety four Rock Hill preview plus Ryan Tugas, so we're gonna catch up with Ryan, see how training has been going, see um, see what the latest is with the kid. What a talent he is!
1: What a talent he is! What a talent we are right now producing this without an intro song because. As we were pressing that, I just didn't go live to YouTube right now. So we're getting our live fans coming in slowly here. But um, we're working class men right now. too. I got the YouTube going. I'm on my phone in the hotel room. We got the Wi-Fi that's probably going to cut out eventually. But, you know, we work through these kind of things. That's what we do. It's what we do. We're
0: always in other parts of the world. So thanks, James, for talking tr- 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 through. I just want to start the show by saying unbelievable shirt choice you chose to wear tonight. I don't Dude. know where this came from, but
1: it is fucking amazing. It's incredible. The shorts I got to match too. You would be laughing when you saw me and Ryan walk out of the store today and like not matching me and him, but we both had matching unis on, like a shirt and a short combo. Incredible.
0: So yeah, YouTube, YouTube viewers are going to be able to see James and his just magnificent Hawaiian shirt. He hasn't done the top button either. He's 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 on vacation right now. Looks like I he's just had... looks you like go. he's just drinking a mai tai into a luau right now.
1: It felt like we should have been going to the beach for a drink. Yeah, a nice evening drink, maybe a stroll along the sand. I got a drink in my hand right now. Come on. Now.
0: <laughs> You're just on vacation. I love it.
1: Vacation uh, in Rock Hill, South
0: Carolina. What a place to do it. Progate era. Winning starts at the Great Gate. Ryan Tugas, unbelievable starter. He's going to just rip some off this weekend. No doubt.
1: I don't know if you guys remember what happened last year. You just got a taste, a taste of what was happening last year. I think you're getting the real deal this weekend. I mean, his starts have been incredible training lately. I'll tell you. So we got back to training at Abbotsford, ProGate Europe, of course. Can you hear that background noise? No. That's fine. Then we're good. We get back to training at Abbotsford, ProGate Europe, new Ram, unbelievably fast. Fantastic. I'm feeling decent. Like I'm still, you know, I'm getting back into things. It feels like I haven't had the time on the bike I'd like to, but I'm like, I'm feeling decent. Ryan hops back on with me since Florida. He was off with an injury, crashed in Florida. He hopped back in first day, smoking me, dude. His gates are on fire.
0: Uh, he's like, Come
1: on. like, I don't know what I'm doing out there. So,
0: yeah. I, I don't think people understand how big of a fucking talent this kid is. And I can't wait. He's Wait until you people see him just wreak fucking havoc in the elite men class.
1: It's incredible. If he, like, be warned. I said, I think we've said it before, like, he's going to be a problem. I don't think he's been the problem we've been talking about yet. And he's already oh, been yeah, showing some stuff. He's barely scratched, scratched the surface to what he could do. Yeah. I think you made a post about it today. This, his ceiling has not, is there is no ceiling yet. He doesn't have a ceiling.
0: <laughs> I don't think you people know how fast <laughs> it is.
1: it's dude. It's, it's absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah. So, so I can't, can't wait to see this kid lay down some speed. He had a really good race last year in rock hill. Um, one is whole shot a semi from like six in his first ever elite race. Something ridiculous like that. And for those yeah. of you that don't know, whole shotting from outside, of, I mean, on Rock Hill's first straight, but especially when, I mean, it's your first elite race is, is pretty remarkable. So anyway, be good to uh, good to see him race this weekend. Uh, before we get into things, want to congrats to Lucas Zhao. Three out of three wins this weekend, 14X in Oregon. So we've been working together the last few months. He's put in some hard work and, man, to sweep a weekend and go three for three, super stoked for him uh, good canadian kid and man talk about another mega talent coming out of canada
1: he's he's ripping hey
0: yeah so lucas yeah. man awesome rider He's um, got some serious first straight pull.
1: i know like we don't ride with the like by him very much at all through the year maybe see him once or twice but i did see him. one of the times i did see him was a few weeks ago he came out to Abbey with um couple of the other kind of younger canadian guys and they they hopped on the hill with the guys and they they weren't with us but they hopped on the hill we're doing some gates dude they're popping them off and i'm it doesn't surprise me because the, the kids had absolute talent on the bike
0: yeah he's so good yeah. i can't wait to keep um keep coaching him and getting them ready for these races coming up so yeah congrats to him awesome job this weekend
1: um, that uh that race there in oregon is kind of like a kind of like a home canadian national in the u.s for for us yeah. vancouver people hey It is.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just, I remember doing that race when I was younger as an amateur.
1: That's one of the few ones we were like, we're not going to travel all over the country and at least not, not everyone in Canada is. So the times you do get to go somewhere, it's special. And like, that's one of the one that's probably like an annual thing for most families. So that's cool.
0: Yeah. It's funny. It's like growing up in BC, like we always race people from Washington and whatever, and they always come up and race in Canada. Like we kind of always race each other.
1: Yeah. They're they're the local, they're the neighbors. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah
0: um how's training been going at home
1: uh you know training's been all right we actually had a good week at home got some sunny sessions in um some more people commenting that our second straight at home that we changed is not different but you know it is different so that's cool it is what it is um got a couple sessions in here at rock hill crazy what a difference it is to get on the track that's been completely hard packed you know you know at home in like the march season where it's like yes, it's good riding weather, but you can tell the track's not perfect yet. It's still got a little bit of, there's still a bit of slowness to it. I won't say it's soft, but there's something slow by the track. You hop on the track here in Rock Hill and it just feels like you're on complete. It feels like you're on asphalt because the soil attack or the slurry is so hard.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I was talking to um, um, a rider, a coach, her dad today, and I was telling him about the track surfaces we have in Canada and like Abbotsford it's like the crushed limestone or whatever we'd come to Rock Hill or somewhere it just feels like we're on the fastest track on the planet
1: it's incredible isn't it
0: yeah like you noticeably different
1: yeah like it kind of it makes me I make fun of other sports sometimes when you see the little differences they say they notice but like that's a difference that we notice. we're riding on a that dirt track versus this you notice the difference immensely
0: yeah (laughs) that's funny I had another dad tell me today he's like james palmer's videos he always it always looks like it's raining and i'm like yeah no it, it rains all the time
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean no it probably is raining i don't have to tell you <laughs>
0: i don't know it's i mean i'm sure it's just raining yeah it rains yeah. all the time we're we finally got a hot day in san diego so pray for us we're we're surviving down here
1: it's about time you guys do i mean you guys have been you guys have been taking the rain from us the past of the while it's nuts
0: yeah so um yeah we're finally got some got some good weather um How's the rock hill track? What are your, what are your impressions of it?
1: Um, they haven't changed it one bit since last year. So I'm going to reiterate for the people that for the yearly listeners, the people that are, you know, our stock every day before race listeners, you might hear the same thing, but for people that are new, here's what it is. It's a great race track with some very quirky things that are just like any track kind of ridiculous, but at the same time, it's great for racing. The quirky things let's talk about it. the hill Still too short. I've been, we've had, I've been protesting this since 2016, I think, 2014, 15, whenever they came out, that the hill is too short. It still is. I've pedaled to the bottom accidentally a couple times. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, the first straight, I mean, they got the tabletop first jump. Not our specialty, not our favorite. It so is we, what it say, is. Right. Let's just time
0: out right there. Yep. It is It is just an, an insult to BMX Supercross. I'm just going to come <laughs> on. It is, it is just – it's just, there's nothing more disgusting than watching people manual through grass on the first jump. It's it's pretty brutal, I got to say. It doesn't look good.
1: It's honestly a little frustrating having to try to tap manual the first jump to be fast. It is.
0: And especially, <laughs> like, it's not... The jump isn't even meant to do that because there's grass. So people are just makeshifting it, which I don't blame yes. riders for doing it. Like, you got to do what's fastest, for sure. But it's just, like, you just can't have it. You really can't.
1: It's not even, like, if it was, like... Um a tricky double that people were tapping. And it was like, damn, like that was actually impressive. They can get a tap down that quick. It'd be, oh, cool. But it's literally an uphill tabletop. It's just a, and it's not even like a steep lip. Obviously you're going fast. So yeah, you kind of catch a little air. It's kind of like a kick up in the air, then tap down. But it's not even like it's, I wouldn't even call it super impressive. It's just annoying.
0: Yeah. It doesn't look cool or impressive either.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Not not our favorite. Um, The second jump the weird speed bump double thing. That's just in the ground that you can barely even tell is there that you can pedal straight over still there, still there.
0: Yeah. That's it's, it's yeah, also not great.
1: Not great. And then I'd say the last quirky thing is just that, that sealant they put on the turns that we talked about last year, that caused chaos last year, still the same till to this day. So wow.
0: The turns are still slick.
1: Yeah. We, we haven't ridden them in the complete wet yet, but I mean, you can see, you can still see it. It's like, obviously I think it's going to be a little better. It's weathered. It's written in a little more. I I don't want to say there's going to be a little more tackiness to it, but I mean, I mean, it's still shiny, shiny surface that they, that coating that's on it is like a paint. That's going to be, it's going to be washout city. If you formed on the inside carbon too hard. I totally
0: forgot about that, but now it's all coming back to me. Last year was a bit of an ice rink in the corners.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Big time. Right. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's not what you yeah. need. Cause these ones are really good.
1: No. And we talked to a, like, I think we mentioned a bunch last year, where this track was the track that's built for any weather condition. You ride hundred percent. It is money. And unfortunately, just because of these turns now in the sealant, it's very much, yes, you can ride it in the wind in the weather and it's fine, but a racing is a whole different story. Like it makes kind of ruins that part. You have to tiptoe through those turns completely. I think one of the most iconic
0: Supercross World Cups of all time was the, t- was the first year in Rock Hill in the pouring rain at night.
1: Dude, that was an iconic one, was it not?
0: That main, I got to say, that was one of the coolest mains of all time. No question.
1: It was mega, I think. Yeah, the, the amount of drama that was happening, action that was oh, going down man. everywhere.
0: Yeah, this, I mean, Rock Hill has turned into an absolute staple. It's like papandal like in terms of its, um, I don't know, what's the, I don't know the right word, but in terms of just being a staple on circuit and always having a good race, I feel like you can count on it. Um, I think the, the second straight is good. It's obviously a bit different than a couple of years ago, but it's good. And I think the third straight is it's more tech now. Would you say, right?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think before with a bunch of kind of rollers there, I think there were a couple of different lines people would do, which was cool. Um, definitely takes a little more precision now. Um, the little first roller drop down can be tricky because it's pretty much one line where you jump in, you pump, jump the step up, and then you can either manual or double manual. Mm -hmm. Um, there is an option if you really wanted to, where you can jump in, jump across, kind of jump down into the double and manual out. not really a race line. I think last year I tried it and it was like, well, this seems silly. It's not going to be a high speed race line for some reason. Yeah. It looks like it should be. Honestly, it looks like it really could be. Just wasn't that fast. I don't from what I can remember. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Isaac or Cam just pulls it out of their ass this weekend and makes it look fucking really fast. Who knows? But I would I would doubt that. So
0: we have a lot of um, James Mustache comments going on in the chat right now that we need to uh, acknowledge. Saw your sides. Palm Dog rocking the Cam Woodstache. Chris Wilkinson is Palm Dog auditioning for the new Miami Vice movie or something. Miss A. It was the first thing I noticed. There's been a lot of mustache comments going on.
1: I can see that now I'm looking at it. I'll be honest. I'm actually, I was trying to do the handlebars, you know, the handlebar look, mustache handlebars. I was trying to do it. I shaved it before I did the mustache and I was completely crooked and I had to shave the handlebars off. So like, this just isn't working. So now I'm trying to grow in the handlebars again. So I left the stash. So I don't know you you guys might have to, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do here. So.
0: You had a really good one at the Grants.
1: That was hefty, wasn't it? That was thick with two C's. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're working
0: on it. All right. So getting to the classes, elite men. I think Corbin has been the most successful rider at Rock Hill over the years. If you look at what he's done, not only did he win the world champs there, but he's won World Cups there, and he's just been always super fast there. I don't know why. Sometimes tracks, some people. Sometimes people just like the track or the track suits them for whatever reason. They have good juju going in there. But it's a thing. Like you see in pro class, if someone does well year after year, it's not, it's usually, they usually go in, wow, this is like word jumble. They typically do well at at races for some some random reason. I don't know why. Like certain tracks, people
1: just, I can't even talk right now. I don't know what's going on. Way to get through that. That was a tough one. That's
0: (laughs) it. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. You you take it over. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I do. I know people gel with it. There's something about it. You see guys on tour with other sports, like we talk about golf all the time. There's guys that click at certain courses where it's like a golf shot is one golf shot to the next. You do it by the number. You think it should be, anyone should be able to perform, but guys do better at certain, certain courses. It's the same thing with the track. Corbin has seemed to do well at certain tracks that just do well at Papindel. Yes. It's home track. They get more time, but they gel well there. Corbin seems to gel well here. Yeah. I honestly don't really know why either, because I think of, of him as a guy who can excel on technical tracks where this is very much not technical, but I guess maybe he's just so smooth that he just makes him, makes it really efficient for him. I don't know.
0: Yeah. He just always seems to do really well there, regardless if it's UCI, USA, BMX, whatever. So he could be, um, he could be getting his first one of the year this weekend.
1: I don't feel like it would be an underdog win in the sense that obviously Corbin is Corbin is, I mean, he was in the mains in, in Florida, but I just feel like he hasn't won one in a bit. And for his level, you think he, you know, you think every now and again, he should win one. So I could call it, I'm not, I'm going to say underdog, but someone to watch out for. He, he could win one.
0: Yeah. I think Corbin could definitely get his first, first win of the year this weekend. And obviously, if you've won a track in the past, you go in there knowing you can win there and you've proven it to yourself too. So,
1: yeah. Who knows if he, if he brings the family too, that's a whole nother, nother ball game. If he's got kids, is the fam there? He's got the kids there. Like, watch out. Veteran Corby. Veteran Corbin, dad Corby, dad strength Corby. Like, watch out. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Cam also I mean Cam's rode there quite a bit This year he and Cam Wood By the way I'm talking about he went there Instead of going to Oldsmar early he went to Rock Hill early so he spent a lot of time on the track uh, I think he was there Early this time around also so I mean I think he's Probably the favorite going in to win I would Say
1: Kind of got to be right they've been He was here early the US team Has been here for uh, man A we, good week before I We got here so they've been getting some extra laps in and something about it, the way he he posted a few videos or he looked sharp. That's for sure. He had some good action going on. And the I think he's a right, right. If I'm not mistaken, Does he yeah. started with the right foot. Yeah. So he's going to be good on the Hill. That helps him. Um, yeah, I got to think he's up there for him. I think you look at the two, the, the, the cam Isaac battle. Like, do I think, do I think cam probably has the edge because he's been here more? Yes. But it's definitely going to be like, I mean, people are going to want to watch that battle. That's for sure.
0: And I mean, Isaac's good on any track, I think, but I think a track like this probably suits him well. It's like pretty wide open, big, and he's really good at making <laughs> passes and he's really smart in racing. And I think that suits his style really well.
1: Do you think when we talk about Cam having a good, like, snappy to the kink, like his, he's been flawless in some of the main events to the kink, where that's where he almost, almost seems to gain his ground, which is actually really odd? This being a shorter kink, do you think he actually loses some of that edge?
0: Yeah, I think it does. Like, it's still marginal, but yeah,
1: for sure. So we're, talk- we're talking half a handlebar here, but that's yeah, I that's pro racing.
0: This, this gate to kink is quite a bit shorter than most supercross, and it definitely does make a difference. If you're not quite as good out of the gate, you can kind of compensate a little bit more on a track like this, just because you're you're sprinting down the steep part of the ramp much earlier. So you don't get quite as exposed in like your three to four pedal range than you would on like an Oldsmar or a Tulsa Mm -hmm. or something. So I think, yeah, it's a minimal difference, but it's notable for sure.
1: Yeah. That's the guy I was thinking like, that's, that's his, his action zone. He's he's the guy that gets it going to the kink, but it's like, it's only two pedals basically to the kink. That's what it feels like. So everyone's going to be dropping down a little quicker. I think this hill
0: evens out a bit more too, because with it being seven and a half meters instead of eight, Again, it's short. It's a small difference, but it's a slightly smaller hill, which makes the difference a little bit less between the guys. And I think it tends to tends to make it a bit tighter to the first jump.
1: Definitely, we're gonna have we'll have to, okay. We need to have a debate when Ryan comes on too. We'll get his opinion. He's in the room, but we're gonna have him on in a bit so he can hear what I'm about to say. But the debate is, I think this hill is way more significant for the guys that go, let's say right left, so they do the opposite gate to ride it makes a big negative difference than it does for the other riders that go right, right on a regular hill.
0: It's the same thing. It's just half a crank either way. Cause usually the people who start one and then jump the other way, get an extra half crank. Now they get one half crank less. So I don't my, I
1: mean, Yeah. My thing is because we're getting less cranks, it's a bigger difference. Like the margin, that extra crank is worth more because it's a smaller amount. Oh, because the hill smaller you mean? Yeah. Well, because like, Normally, it's like, okay, it's eight pedals versus seven and a half. Well, now it's seven and a half versus seven. And yes, it's half one way, half the other, but the the upper is seven and a half now. So it's just like the margin is.
0: You mean it's eight and a half? It's eight and seven and a half instead of eight and a half and eight.
1: Is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah. What's, okay, so what is normal hill for our, for the oppos? Normal
0: hill, like if you go left, left, or whatever, you get four
1: full revs. So you get four, four and a half. Four full revs.
0: You have four and a half
1: revolutions. Okay. You would. So I get so four and a half.
0: Now you get a three and a half on the rock hill.
1: Okay. So let's do, let's talk about a half crank being one. So in a regular one, I would get eight and a half. Yeah. And Ryan would get eight. Yes. So whatever, take eight out of eight and a half, whatever that percentage is, it's a higher percentage than seven and a half, seven and a half out of eight. Yeah. Yeah. Logically. Yeah. yeah. It makes it
0: probably does make a bigger difference on a smaller hill. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm thinking because it feels like when you watch regular size hill, the guys that do that lose that half crank, you don't even notice. The guys that do it, makes, it here.
0: I really, I really don't think it makes any difference, honestly. No,
1: but here I think you notice it.
0: I think it probably would make a bigger difference on a smaller hill. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you can get two pedals at the bottom. I mean, like Houston, you can too, but it's, yeah. So it's a bit different than other supercross tracks too. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Good thought. Anyways.
0: Yeah. Like on the flat part, I mean.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, good. It's nice. I don't mind that. I think we talked a little before. I don't mind it. It's kind of, yeah. This one's huge. I mean, it's pretty almost easy to pedals, I'd say. Yeah.
0: It's like weird. If Yeah. It probably feels like a long time if you're not pedaling twice. Yeah. Um, it's too bad Alfredo's not racing this weekend. Talk about a Rock Hill assassin. I mean, we had him on the show and he's still getting, still getting his shoulder healed and everything. Um, so if you're listening, Alfie, I would call you to be one of the guys this weekend.
1: Corey's <laughs> <laughs> not forgetting you this time. Don't even worry about not it. Not forgetting you, Alfie. He's a no. rocking
0: assassin. So it's too bad he's not riding actually, because he was always fast as fuck at this race.
1: He was, and he had the gate wired too. He had the gate, the hill, everything. I'm pretty sure he tried different gears, obviously, whatever, to make it work absolutely perfectly. And from what I remember, he had the place, I mean, wired, he, he was killing it around it, so. Yeah, he really was. Um good, that was that was good. I, I just want to say for the audio listeners, you didn't they didn't see what just happened, but you scurried there to
0: close yeah, the that line. Was, good timing. Yeah, we can't we can't have the glare on my face. Uh, Jay Smooth. So Jeremy Smith coming off a podium in Oldsmar. He's also had good success in Rock Hill. I feel like he's always been fast there. I remember racing him in the past and he was really quick there. This track really suits him well. So I look for Jay Smooth to be in the mains with with shots of podiums.
1: He's, hey, we talk about momentum in sports. He's got some momentum coming off, uh, coming off Florida, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think he'll be a threat. He normally is in the USA BMX round, so um, count him in there. Count him in.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like this hill suits him. Does he go right, right? Yeah, he goes right,
1: right. Oh, uh, so maybe. I think it does, too. That I didn't even think about that part.
0: And I just, I just got a feeling we're on the East Coast. Well, you guys are on the East Coast. He just came yeah. off the podium.
1: Yeah, he's had a bunch of Canadian guys staying at the Acre Brand. So, like, I mean, I don't know if he's, you know, that's, you know, from us talking about it, whatever. But he's got the works going there. He's probably feeling himself. He's happy. Things are probably good. Life's good right now. He's like, all right, Rock Hill, time to do some more work. Yeah, He needs to get a win. I think so. Do you think it's, you think it's about time? Yeah, it's about time. Do we do you toss him a win here? I think it'd be tough to do in Rock Hill because I think
0: Corbin and Cam are probably are really tough to beat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, it's certainly possible, but I just think it'd be really difficult to,
1: to beat them. Did uh, Did Isaac get a win here last year? I don't think so. No, he didn't. Did I, McLean? McLean was, got a win.
0: Wasn't Isaac's first win in Tulsa like, on the UCI day?
1: Oh yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Ryan, I think Ryan said he maybe won on Sunday. Is that what you said? Yeah. And then I think, did Joris win one of the days the other days? No. Neek won a day and Josh won a day.
0: I honestly can't even remember who won.
1: I can tell you right now. Neek won a day. He won the first day in the rain. And then the second day was windy. He coasted in the, the semi with me. That's right, why I remember. And then I think Josh won. <laughs> I think.
0: Uh, another, another guy with some momentum is Carlos, the little magician. Didn't start out right. in Houston, kind of racing back into shape. Got on the box in Oldsmar. Has raced Rock Hill many years now. I yeah. mean, dude's just a, just, a, just a threat to get third any race, and especially one like this.
1: I mean, did you see the two? I, saw, I saw two photos from a race in Buenos Aires. Both days he was on the podium. Easy. Stan, are you in surprise? No, you're not, because that's just standard issue for him. <laughs> okay, is he coming to Rock Hill? I was assuming he was. I would assume so, just because of the new team, him being in Florida, him being in Houston. So I'm just gonna take a stab at saying yes as well, but I can't tell you. I can't tell you for a fact. I don't know. He
0: moved to the land of opportunity. It's not that far from Orlando to go to Rock Hill. You
1: know? I think he's a U.S. guy now. I think he's on the tour. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's Florida based now. So true. A um, couple
0: guys that'll be interesting. U.S. guys, Larson and Shibby.
1: Yeah. I think those are two guys to watch out for this weekend. Um, I think I Shiby, mentioned. You
0: know what? I'm sorry to interrupt. I was going to say shivy has been like kind of low key, really consistent and good the last few months.
1: Yeah. He's rode really I, well. Yeah. I think him and cam have been working together a lot. Like so like side-by-side, side, we're working together, training partners. I think, I don't know if they're both working with Ariel either way. They've been working together clearly. And I think for, I, I got to say, I think for Shibi, having someone hold him accountable is huge because when he does put in the work the dude flies, like we rips, like you saw grands a few years ago. He talked to, I think we talked to him. He put in a little extra work for the grands that year and he was flying. He did really well. And the times he's done that he's been fast. And I think it seems like he's been doing that being in Florida, being with cam. Like I was going to say like, they've been here for a week or more already. Um, getting some time in like with the U S camp. So, I mean, I would think all they've been doing is riding and training so
0: you know what's kind of interesting about Shivy is like i don't think he has quite the speed or power that a lot of the top guys have but he just positions himself really well and he does everything pretty well and he just he'll he he finds a way to get get through the rounds like he doesn't make many mistakes in the track he makes really smart moves he stays smooth like he's probably not the flashiest guy in terms of like that elite elite level compared to cam and those guys but he always he always does a good job of just racing smart and he can make a lot of mains that way
1: that's a really good point like his his uh, mistake minimization is huge out of the start down the first straight in the first turn he always keeps his speed up and he's always in a position it seems like you're right yeah like he does a good job
0: of kind of maximizing all his always and he he can get good results that way
1: you know, whenever, we, whenever I kind of think of like, you know, those US guys who just always seem to be in the mix, it's because of that, because of someone like which Anthony's doing is, yeah, they are just, they're always in the mix. They're not making huge mistakes. They're like, they're, they're there every time and eventually a, a window or you're going to make a window open up for you eventually doing that.
0: Yeah. And you know, that's like a lot of the time you don't really need to do a whole lot of special stuff to get into main. and granted, like, of course you have to be fast, but often like if you just maximize your start ride smooth ride fairly mistake free make good decisions like you can generally get a lot of thirds and fourths and make mates
1: yeah stars are usually aligned when that happens like yes you need I'm not even say luck but you need things to happen in your way but the people that seem to do those things right have those things happen it just is one of those things right it's probably about time
0: we mentioned the defending champ also
1: yeah I was gonna I was gonna bring up Larson again too just to say that one of those guys where I think he's He's got a little something extra on this hill. He's had some success in the past, I think, where if he's put it together, I think he'll be someone to watch out for. Like we said it before, it's, it's about time that he almost like, you know, steps up a little more because he's been there. This is a place I think he could do it.
0: He reminds me of just like a supercharged elastic band.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just he's like pulling a little let him rip.
0: band, pull him back and just like ready to fucking twitch and rip.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, he's like Mr. Fast Twitch. Like when he gets, he leans back in the gate so far, he's like a fucking elastic band ripping. And when it goes, he fucking floors it.
0: Yeah. like he's just going to just go a million miles an hour instantly.
1: What's crazy is when he's in Oldsmar, that gate is the one of the new pro gate Rams, which is extremely quick. And he looks like he leans back a lot. Rock Hill they haven't upgraded their gate. They're still on the old 20 whatever year gate. That's way too old. And it's a little bit slower because of it. It's old, it's worn down. They need to upgrade. They need to hit up Pro Gate Europe. It is what it is. The gate's a little bit slow. And I won't say slow, I'll just say slower, I guess. But that's gonna to be tough for someone like Ham who that his specialty is just ripping it, I feel like. Yeah. So
0: Defending Champ, Joris Dode. It's been in France. I'm assuming he's coming over for Rock Hill.
1: Believe so, from what I've heard, yep. Yeah. Um, I think he should be here. Haven't touched base since for for a few days, but uh, it seems like he's flying a little under the radar right now, doesn't it?
0: I feel like he's just pretty low key the last like year or so.
1: Yeah, he's not, he's doing his thing with his family. He's moving back and forth, which has got to be tough. He's not being flashy with the post. He's like, he shows up, gets his work in, and tries to get a win. Like, that's what he's been doing.
0: And honestly, probably at that age too, like, He's going to be 32 this year. That's fairly old in the sport. And like, in terms of longevity, I'm sure you need to do that at that point. Like a little bit, right? Yeah. Like you got to really be careful of your energy and protect your energy. And I think he does it. He's, he's honestly created a our, uh, master course on how to maximize your career longevity.
1: Kind of. Yeah. If you want to see somebody that's done it and wants to do it for a long time, like he's the guy. Absolutely. So uh, I will say, so watch out for him. I don't know. He's always got something, you know, he, he's won here in the past where he came out of the middle lane and just popped one off. I remember. So keep an eye out.
0: He's won here a lot. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And he's, I'm telling you, it's like it's a little bit slower, but also still fast enough. I think he's a guy that can just rip one sometimes on it.
0: Rico Beerman, I think he's going to be quick this weekend. He <clears throat> obviously raced in Houston, but he came straight from vacation to Houston. So he, he wasn't at his best and he was still quick. I feel like he's going to be firing on all cylinders here.
1: I mean, he just came off a national champ win in New Zealand, so congrats on that. I think he flew home for the – flew there for the race and basically is just back to the U.S. here and ready for Rock Hill. So he has a lot of flying under his his belt the past little while, I think, but I can only imagine, like, going home to win a race like that and then come back with the sleeve has got to make you a little more juice to get in the gate with it and show it off. So I'd expect better things from the first two. I feel like
0: New Zealand is just a very quiet BMX nation these days
1: very cool. it's kind of tough for them in my opinion the way their whole system how whole program has gone kind of tits up the past yeah. like after 2016 like they haven't really had a program the guys are kind of doing it on their own it seems like matt cameron is kind of running a team there which is awesome now for some of the younger guys but it's not internationally yet like they're not supporting them internationally for the most part so it's like you got guys like bias who's over in france doing his thing who's done it all on his own to do that like he's found a a source let's say to help him chase his goals and his dreams and then you got rico that's been basically coming over to the u.s and finding ways to do it with the u.s guys with Derek and whatnot so it's like kind of weird hey kind of weird how that system works
0: yeah because especially they've had some absolute weapons from that country too (laughs) they have had some just like we're talking elite speed guys
1: you every like Every kind of age group range. I mean, they've had some guys that are just incredible. Like you look at Willers, like when Willers and Picard were just
0: so fucking two, good.
1: so fucking fast. Um, and it's like always, they always got a couple. And like right now, the now is like you got Rico and you got Bias.
0: Yeah, and then you also always had Trent Jones in the middle too, who was world class. Like they've mm-hmm. they've always had a guy. And like Rico's now, now that top guy, you know that can do well like anywhere in the world. Yeah, but they've never not had a guy that can make mains in the U.S. World Cups, whatever.
1: Pretty, it's pretty wild for what seems like a small country. Well, it is a small country, but small BMX country as well. The fact that they can still produce something, something like that, like they clearly, I don't know what to say, but they, they 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 can always find a way to get a guy out there. Yeah, and the guys just have to do
0: it on their own by the looks of it too, which sucks for them. But
1: it I makes mean, them stronger, in my opinion.
0: That I was going to say, it definitely, yeah. definitely
1: more resilient to to deal with the depression and whatnot. Um should we now get to our like guest here that we need to talk about and should we just bring him on now too? Sure, Ryan Tugas. We got Ryan Tugus, Ryan. You ready to come on, buddy? He's in the room. I just gotta call him over basically. We got the
0: we got we got the phenom Canadian sex symbol, Ryan
1: Tugas. Come on, buddy, hop on YouTube. What's uh, up, boys? So, so I time. wasn't
0: I wasn't sure if you guys were gonna do like you guys were obviously rooming together. I wasn't sure if you're gonna do the classic, like. You're each going to be on your own laptop on Zoom, or are you going to do the classic side by side?
1: I was joking. I said, just put the laptop on the chair. We could just go the line bed. But... Yeah. <laughs> I figure we, we can get could get it. would have been a bad look for the YouTube if we did that. Yeah, we look like a bunch of losers.
0: Ryan making the 23 debut this weekend. The
1: 23? 23... No, I was in yeah, yeah, Old yeah, Mark. You, you might not have noticed. What am I saying? What am I saying? Yeah, you want to know it's tough too? Okay, so. I We talked about, you know, you got a lot on the tanks to show, but the people didn't see the third round I saw on the iPad from his, in Oldsmar. Dude, Saturday the kid brought, rip, ripped one off from lane eight in Oldsmar from the outside. People didn't need, people need to see that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I know. And, dude, I mean, you should have made the main both days. Oh, you had a good shot at making the main both. Days. Yeah. In old-
1: felt, I felt pretty good. I felt like Alex on that one one because Alex, <laughs> for those who don't know, that's the one-deuce-deuce deuce speed track. Alex would just rip him from the outside there. I felt like, I texted him after the third round. I was like, dude, I actually felt like you for a second. But yeah.
0: <laughs> I felt like it was good. So did you you kind of had like a weird go because COVID hit obviously, and then you're, you're a junior, so you didn't really get a crack at it. So last year was like your first year of racing elite. So like looking back on it now, what'd you think of it? Like what do you yeah, what do you take from it?
1: I mean, last year was last year was really good. It started off really well. And then obviously you had like the big crash in June. Mm-hmm. which put me out for three months. And then I was That's just amazing. really excited race Bogota last year because that was my first, like, ever World Cup, really. I was
0: going to say, fill people in on your injury for those people that don't know. What happened?
1: Um, I had a liver contusion, and I basically tore my groin when I crashed in camping. And then for, like, five weeks, I like, tried to, like, work through it and ride, and then, like, got an MRI. And then they were like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing anything, so... Then just worked with Tori's old guy, did some, did some uh, physio, and then yeah, just got prepped, went back racing, yeah. Finished the season off with an absolute great weekend in Bakersfield, so it doesn't get much better than Bakersfield. So yeah. People don't. I don't think. I, did you post the crash? I think you might have. If Probably. you haven't seen, like, go watch the video of Ryan's crash in one of his videos. Edits. Oh, I think that's so fucking gnarly on the third stage. James was on the hill for it too. Because it was the final and you were right after that wasn't camping. I think it was the second day. No, I no I crashed out. I oh, crashed you, on the sem- crash, yeah. I was crashed on the so I, I was watching, but that kid like I think he moved the roller a few feet too. So <laughs> it was it was absolutely incredible. Just brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what uh, what do you
0: what do you think of racing elite compared to junior and, and amateur and everything?
1: Um I like that there's I mean for the most part there's like a like a class respect in a sense. Like you don't see too much dumb shit happening in motos mm-hmm. especially that I think in junior and U23, you see a lot like first round, like chalking you up for third and last turn, you blow a foot, get 6th you You're like, what are we doing? (laughs) It's like, and I think you do see that a lot, but in elite, I think it's good. Like every race is super competitive, which is really nice. I think like it's just like you start the day and you got to be on it all day. I really like that about it. And it's just like, I think, like and like the more you race in it, like the more you get out of it, which is really nice. Cause you sometimes like when you're younger, you go to races and you don't really have like that much. Not like saying like competition, but just like that many riders there. But like I feel like our pro class, we always get like we were Borderline almost had eights in Oldsmore, I think. Yeah. We we're like yeah. sixty. So when you guys are racing amateur it always feels like it comes down to three or four of you, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe in one or two of you. Yeah. Like, that's what I always remember watching you guys. And now it feels like yeah. There's always – the guys in the main, there's probably like five or six of them. There's always a couple maybe. you like, hey, okay, you have your eyes on them. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like, motos, you have three or four guys that could win the moto. Yeah, and, like, up until last year. Like, last year has been first, like, year back from, like, junior and, like, COVID, the whole thing. And, like, before that, it was just amateur racing. I get, like, 15 riders a weekend. So it would be, like, yeah. not that big. So it's just one, been really fun.
0: I think one of the biggest differences, too, to get used to, too is like when you race elite you go from racing amateur or junior where of course you have to focus in motos but there's more room for error and you, you don't yeah. have to necessarily treat first round like a main but in elite like you have to treat every round like a main and if you don't you could easily get a six or seventh.
1: yeah exactly because yeah. like, like you chose you you throw seven up on the board early you're like oh yeah. no like i gotta go <laughs> one and three or yeah because it happens though sometimes it's you throw one up early, and you're like, well yeah man, i gotta reset and get going again so yeah.
0: Do you yeah. find that do you find the race days are, are more taxing mentally and physically?
1: Sounds really weird, but kind of the opposite, because I've had like I've had starts where like I've had a bad start and I've started the day off with, like a sixth or a fifth or like something like that. But like I don't, I don't, I don't I've gotten better at it. It's just like whatever it kind of happens, I like, guess yeah, taxing. But I just like know at any point like we can like things can change and stuff like that. So. I don't know. I think I just put less, less expectation on myself now that I'm racing pro. Hmm. Yeah. Like I don't have the yeah. feeling of like when I was really young, when I was younger. I'd be like, oh, I have to win because and yeah. stuff like that. Now it's like just get top four, see what we can do. So it's funny. You, know.
0: Most days in elite, you get a full mixed bag. Like you're you're not gonna win every lap, and it's like- <laughs> dude, no.
1: Yeah, like I remember yeah. one of my rounds. I think it was like Bakersfield last year. We had like the main on Friday and then I checked my first mode of Saturday and it was six out of the six guys. And I was like, no, like it's yeah. a repost. <laughs> I was like, you kidding me? But yeah, no, just kind of just kind of just go with it, I guess. That's the best yeah, way I guess.
0: you really get used to treating one lap at a time because like you can't let one bad lap affect because really they happen all the time. in You can get cut mm-hmm.
1: off or whatever, yeah. Yeah, because, like, before, like, my first, like, year last year, I remember, like, when I asked you guys, like, what to expect, and that was, like, asked Alex, asked both you guys, it was the same thing, just, like, just one lap at a time. Just yeah. that's – you really can't – just don't overlook things and stuff like that, so. Yeah. You know, I think we got to talk about – we got to talk about the quarterfinal. I think we maybe talked about it on here one time. The quarterfinal from last year where Ryan was seven, whole shot at Joris and – was Sylvan or Romain? <laughs> I, I think it, I don't think it was Romain. I think it was so. Oh, I thought it was right, a semi.
0: There. Was it a semi or no?
1: No, it was a quarter.
0: Okay.
1: pole yeah. shot him though from the outside. Super windy. Goes down the third straight. <laughs> Has like a moment. Pulls, pulls the a, shoot. A, oh dude, it was so bad. I crossed the finish and I was like, ah god I know I'm just gonna hear that for the rest of my life I'm on no but I'm on your side because I mean you we watched the video a bunch of times you were still plenty ahead you got hit with the wind Mm -hmm. it is what it is the guys behind I remember even Joris me and Joris joke about this still Joris was giving him shit I was like you're giving my boy shit Joris come on now like (laughs) that was windy as fuck so it it was so funny because like right after like it was before the semi went up and you guys know like I like not like I can take it I'm serious but I can also like I fuck around, yeah. so I went up to like they're standing there and they were talking. I just walked over. I walked over to both of them and was like, "Hey, that was on me." <laughs> and, I, and I walked, and I walked right away. And they both just like looked and they just started laughing. I was like, "Hey guys, it's on me. Don't worry." Sorry, boys. Yeah. yeah, it was funny. Robbie always used to tell me or get mad at me when I get started getting pissed off at people like behind when I was behind somebody. He's like, "You know what? Should have just been ahead of them."
0: that is fucking worst advice to tell someone or whatever it's like well no shit dude what are you guys fucking trying to do jackass
1: all
0: right come on right one of the cool things about racing elite one thing many people experience and I the same is like you go from watching guys all the time and watching them like throughout your teenage years or whatever to racing them like has it been special to race guys like corbin or joris that you've watched for a long time
1: yeah i think well yeah it's it's cool but then you also don't want to like treat them like not in a sense of like treat them like they're superstars but you get kind of a little bit starstruck in a sense uh obviously it's like annoying like racing joris and like those guys because it's like oh one two see you later and he's usually gone especially yours but like i don't know it's i still think it was crazy racing you guys for the most part the first time because like as far as like looking up to pros like I wasn't really in touch with, like, the other guys because I said around you guys all the time. Racing, like, James' first time was terrifying because it's, like, I've seen him and Alex battle my whole life, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get parked. So, like, I didn't have to race you, thank God. But, yeah, I'd say, honestly, it was scarier racing Alex and James for the first time than yeah probably those racing. guys.
0: Like racing your older brothers.
1: Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. it's It's scary racing Alex, to be honest with you. Because sometimes he's like maybe you don't really see him 30 foot and then like he shifts and you're like, oh no.
0: Yeah. I mean, so it's funny, race, racing your brother, what's that like? Like, especially because that one year you guys raced national champs and it's kinda like, yeah. like how are you guys what's the dynamic like? Like I don't know, day of the race and everything with you guys.
1: Well, yeah. Alex and I are the best. Like we we he kind of pitted I don't know. I think we didn't we were in the same team BC team BC pits, but I mean we just kind of chalked up. I remember joking, he was like before the race think you were there. He's like, Well, lane you pick, and I go, I'm not telling you. I'm not
0: <laughs> and then <laughs> i not to wait picked- and find out, dude.
1: Exactly. And then yeah. I mean, we've had a few, we've had a few like programs for like money, and then we look at each other like, hey, we go one two, we split the pot, right? And he goes, like, Yeah, we'll go split the pot. We'll do stuff like that for fun. But no, it's good. Alex That's is the yeah. So you, guys, you guys, it's
0: not like you're both like not talking and just want to kill each other.
1: No, not at all. I remember I was so, we like, it was national champs and they didn't have like the, they didn't print out like the correct order for picks or something like that. So there was a little bit of weight on the hill. And I remember, I remember looking like we were on like opposite sides of the hill. And I remember looking at him like, dude, what the fuck are we doing? right? <laughs> and and he, he took his goggles off and he like, he throws his hands. It was so funny. But yeah, it was awesome.
0: Man, that's super cool. To get to race your brother or pro. It's like something hardly anyone ever gets to experience.
1: Yeah, it's pretty rare. Like we were talking about it, it's pretty rare. So, yeah. I think I was gonna say, Tori. I think we've only had like a couple of races. I think we really ever really raced each other. I don't think we've had that many laps where we really raced each other. I'll be honest. The one lap we had last year that I was supposed to do my thing in the court, yeah, I I, I I couldn't keep up. I I, I couldn't, couldn't keep up. <laughs> yeah, we had. I had like third pick for that too. And then I picked lane seven. I told James, I was like, hey, maybe go eight. You never know what we can do here. <laughs> and and then yeah, I had my guy, I think, on that one. Yeah, that was the only whole shot of the quarter and I was supposed to keep up to him down the first straight and cut over with him. The dude shifted on me. I was nowhere to be seen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Transmission was jammed trying to get through the gearbox <laughs> Oh,
1: it's hilarious.
0: James, I feel like we lost like a few years I raced. I feel like we raced each other a lot in Canada those years.
1: Yeah. I used to yeah. love watching that. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I always hoped that you guys like hit and then Alex won. So I was really, to be honest, because you guys, it was just you three to can the Canada cup and it would be you three guys like a straight ahead just going balls to the wall. Yeah,
0: that's pretty much what happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it was a C one on Saturday, so Tori never raced the Sunday. <laughs>
0: yeah. We'd take, we take Sundays off leading to the World Cup.
1: Tori <laughs> Tori would never leave the van on Sunday, too. He just have like he'd have the team's candy supply, but he'd put it in the front seat <laughs> and he would just, just pick it apart. And it's true though, because that's what he would do. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And they would try to tell him anything, and he'd be like, dude, Pan Am Gold to Olympics. What are you gonna like? <laughs> 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 Come, Come
0: on, dude. Oh, so right, U twenty you twenty three this year. You raced at U twenty three last year at the World Cups. You mentioned what do you, What do you think of U twenty three? um Yeah, what do you think of U twenty three World Cups?
1: Um, I mean, they're really good. The class is fast. Like, I'm. I'm. Adam was breaking down last year. Like, Leo Garien had like one of his laps was was like the fastest. Like, he would have been like in the main in the elite with his one of his lap times, something like that. Yeah. So, like,
0: yeah, he beat the world champ last weekend.
1: I mean, yeah, and he's. The class is so good. You have guys like last year, Tatian, you had um, the Molina from Chile, um, Asuma, Rico. I mean, yeah, Rico. Yeah, Rico is that guy, too. That's my boy. So, yeah, (laughs) what a good guy. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I think it's really good. I think it's really good to get more people into the World Cups as well. So I think it's a good class.
0: Yeah cuz obviously it's it's everyone knows it's it's really hard to go from junior to elite so it helps bridge the gap and it probably retains some more people in the sport instead of just going to elite and their doors blown off and then stopping.
1: Yeah. Cuz I feel like you've seen that a bunch especially for guys from North America because well let's face it yeah. most of like if you're in Europe I believe probably going to the world cups is a little bit easier. And mm-hmm. in a, in certain sense. But yeah, I think I think it makes it easier for people making the jump. Yeah. Big time. On, yeah i was gonna say it's funny so when you race have to race south americans too do you already know that they're going to be a little wild too yeah i mean i don't i don't want to put that as like a staple but i mean you guys have spoke on it probably but, yeah probably. i was when we were talking about i was thinking about alfie last week and i think it was he even he, even he mentioned like yeah when i got to race to south america dude like man I, I well know. it's probably <laughs> hard for those guys <laughs> too when they I'll go yeah. Yeah. And when they're when they're like a staple here and they go back and people are just trying to want to get they have their number and they just want to like I
0: feel like Alfredo though, he doesn't ride like the like the typical South American probably. No, like he's not even He like, rides rides more like Americanized for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Who are one of the tougher guys in the US do you guys think to race against? In the, the US? Yeah. For what like reason? American? Like just or... well, just I don't know. Who the normals that are on the US circuit, like to race against. Because like I would say like um, I think Jason moves. Jace moves. Yeah, Jason moved. He was slicing and dicing Oldsmar. Yeah, yeah, Oldsmar. He was just like it was like second turn. Like I think he went fourth to second In one of the turns. Just like no mm-hmm. contact, but he just diced his yeah. Yeah, I
0: mean and he's Con- so smooth. Connor was, always, Connor was always really tough to race because obviously he's a good starter and really good first straights, but he's also good in corners and like really crafty. So he was always tough.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. especially here. Connor was nasty here. You sure. guys went 2 3 at the World Cup here, didn't you?
0: I mean, where wasn't Connor nasty? <laughs>
1: yeah, he's so great. He was so thrilled. Hey, he so yeah, mean, oh, yeah, where wasn't he? Shout out to the Yeah, <laughs> Connor's the man. Well, so, yeah.
0: what'd, you, what'd you learn from last year that you maybe worked on for this year, if anything, Rye?
1: Um, Probably, I think a lot of like body position stuff, because, and like, just like body position, whether it's on the gate and on the track, like just being in a more set position all the time. Because there's a few like I just like develop bad habits sometimes just staying too upright and just too floaty a lot of back seat stuff, and then just gate wise just trying to get quicker because um, that was something I struggled with like most of last year is like before or sorry like even in Bogota and before Bogota just like getting a good snap and stuff like that, like getting just better timing and overall. Yeah, because your hill speed was always I guess feel like exceptional. Yeah. Just trying to catch up on the snap a little bit, yeah. I I, like, I feel confident down the hill. It's just getting to the kink in a good position. You guys can speak on that, yeah. You get it.
0: It's interesting you you mentioned body position, yeah. Because I think, especially coming from like when you race normal tracks your whole life, like everyone does, and you go ride supercross, it's an adjustment for sure,
1: yeah. Like, coming off of like amateur, like, honestly like body position till the like the last few years like it's getting better but it was horrible like i would go to jump and just gain nothing from it like i would just be backseat just straight arms like you know I've just been manually my whole life really that's kind so. of a, that's kind of what you, the style of the tracks too like <laughs> every day tracks you do you just lean back you uh-huh. tap a jump and you lean back uh-huh. on the backside that's all you need to do because uh-huh. yeah there was nothing super steep or technical and you never had to jump yeah so, and we're not we're like, pretty lucky because abbotsford's a great track to train on at home yeah because yeah. it's it's pretty technical it's as far as like second straight wise big jumps so yeah. But
0: yeah it's also like human nature too because typically when we all start riding supercross we're all a bit scared because supercross is gnarly so it's normal Just to jump. You know. and typically too like when we're scared on in bmx like we have a tendency to want to stiffen up and lean back for safety when when, as we all know, we have to stay central and forward to be aggressive and jump efficiently. So it takes mm-hmm. time to like build the confidence and like to tell yourself like okay, I have to force myself here to stay central and forward to jump things well. Um, yeah, and it takes a bit of time to build that on Supercross. That yeah, like I remember,
1: well Glasgow third straight last year. I think that was the the big eye opener for me because I was really struggling to just get through it and it's a techie one it's very t- i know it's, really it's very t- it's, it's like yeah. extreme yeah. that's, extreme that's, but
0: that's super yeah. gnarly yeah
1: mm-hmm. so yeah um speaking of getting used to supercross do we should we tell the dylan Sorry. oh dude dylan i hope he watches it so he gets a shout out but yeah, yeah so one of our boys dylan on the Canadian team he's from alberta he hasn't, hasn't been able to ride like ride any supercross really but i don't know if he was in florida um no, he was not. Well, he has been able to ride supercross. Do he had a yeah. digger and a half the other day. Oh, Brick no. shit out, got up from it, walked away. What'd he do? Oh, okay. It was a berm jump incident. I'm just gonna start with that. That'll okay. set the tone a little bit. We're we're ramping second straights. Uh, so we show up, was it Friday, Saturday? Show up Saturday, Saturday, windy as fuck. Like I'm talking, we're we're doing the last straight only because straight sidebar. Okay. We're like, what are we doing here? We ride for probably about an hour, I would say. We find like, okay, well, at least let's go up the hill, do some gates, and then maybe we get over the first jump, gate the first jump. We finally do all that. I'm like, cool, okay, we got a good gate session in, got a couple first straights, so it's kind of winds die down. Why don't we hit the second straight again? So we, a few of us start ramping the second straight. We do a few of those, and then um, the younger guys like Dylan and Thomas hop in on those as well. They come do it, and they're kind of hitting them one by one, getting themselves going, because they haven't ridden, big, well, Dylan hasn't ridden big track in a while. Hasn't hit big jumps. Does the first one. I think fine. Maybe tagged it. So he pulled the brakes, comes back around, gets ready to do another one. Goes a little quick in my mind. Goes to do it. Jumps the first one. Kind of floats it. Jumps the second one. Kind of maybe tags a little bit. And then all of a sudden he stands up looking like he's about to pull his brakes. But his brakes don't get pulled. He's just standing there. And all of a sudden we all just suck our breaths in. He goes off the lip. He does not pop. I'm telling you, he coasts. He does not pop. And he just nosies in to straight into the turn. Like I'm talking yeah. chalk line of the girl's chalk line. Yeah, it was. An, it was. It was incredible. It was incredible. So when it happened, though, like, <laughs> so he he landed and then he kind of stood up. So we were like, oh, OK, just thought he was pulling brakes. But he didn't. And you like in the video, you can hear like in the background, like, Poo! What? And it was dead like, quiet, dude. Yeah, he and he impacts dead quiet. And he is a tank. Like, Did we're he talking snap his forks off or anything. No, dude, dude this has gotta be an advertisement for his bike company because yeah. he nosied the berm. I mean, fully impact, straight nose <laughs> to the chest, to the bars, nothing broke on his bike. He like flipped over the handlebars and basically walked away from it.
0: Oh my god.
1: And you I, can't. yeah. And I think it can speak to like Alberta boys in general and every sport, like five minutes later, he comes back up the turn. He starts rolling back to the first jump. We're like, Oh no, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no, no. It's, it's over. It's so that's Get your Chipotle. We're calling it a night. Okay, <laughs> so
0: why, did, why did you guys ask him why he didn't break? Like you either grab a crank and send it or you hit your brakes.
1: We asked him. He's I think it's just, just brain farting where like he's basically like you know he basically said this like you know when you're sitting in class you're kind of just daydreaming the teacher asks you a question and you're like I haven't been paying attention I have no idea what you asked he said he had one of those so just a straight just brain like, fart just like deer in headlights just like did not nothing happen yeah just like fuck all right yeah. probably did the second one was like shit I, I kind of messed that one up and just didn't <laughs> think about anything and just went <laughs> off the rip dude it was scary as fuck
0: oh my god <laughs> No. i'm so glad he's okay holy fuck that could have. we been are bad.
1: too the kid's a brick shit house. to get up and walk away from that holy smokes wow so. he's okay he did it next session yeah as you say needless to say the next session he pulled up hard oh
0: yeah <laughs> can't <laughs> keep a good man down
1: no, no he can't no especially the west coast boys yeah <laughs> um do you want to do you want to hit the women you want to just quick talk about the women Yeah, it's all pretty together you good yeah all right All right. right. Um, No Molly. No Molly. That's all I got.
0: (laughs) All right. Big prediction. A young woman by the name of Alice Willoughby is going to be pulling this weekend. So for those of you that don't know her. Yeah. She's going to be pretty fast.
1: I think so. I mean, it's hard, hard to ever say she's not. Lauren Reynolds be back. I think I think Lauren will be racing. This will be her first one of the year. T, do you know? I think you're the local to her. I don't know if you've seen her at the track lately. I thought I saw mm-hmm. something on Instagram that said getting like getting ready to race kind of thing.
0: You're right. Wow, she wasn't in Houston or Rock or Oldmar.
1: I'll go her for a second one day. <laughs> um, I say Lexi Gold gets a podium, and then
0: Lexi's been getting Lexi's been getting better on on supercross since the start of the year in Houston. I think she spent more time on it. She's, she's been getting better on it for sure.
1: I don't know. Is Felicia been here. I have no clue. Mm, I don't know.
0: rock really hill before in the past. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then, Oh, okay. Hey, the whole U S team, <laughs> you, dude,
0: the whole, the whole U S team has been riding. Yeah. Cause like,
1: oh, but, but she has, but has she been here? She hasn't been here with the team I will give them, I'll give them that. Yeah, old So yeah, there's been there's they've had a camp here, like I said, a US camp. But the, I think the three main people that haven't been here are Corbin, Felicia, and Elise. Actually, you're right. Come to think
0: of it, because I've been watching McKenzie's videos and I don't remember seeing Felicia.
1: Yeah, yeah. Elise is so it's so like well, I mean, she's so fast and she's been so good here. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that kind of mm-hmm. is what it is. What are they so okay? The Lexi, McKenzie, Peyton. And we throw Delaney and Molly and Tegan in there. What do we call these group of girls? Because they're kind of those younger girls that are like kind of broke into the class a little while ago. The Sicarios. Have- what? Sicarios. Sicarios?
0: Pretty sure it means like killer or something, doesn't it?
1: Sicarios. I, I no thought reason. he was made like Turkey, like the World Cup. You know, Sicari. I think it's yeah, Sicari. <laughs> it, so it is kind of the place of the World Cup, yeah. Um, oh it's-
0: but- a Sicarios, a hired gunman or assassin. In Spanish, just a bunch of hitmen,
1: yeah, that makes sense. Um, good, Tori. good insight, Tori. that was great insight. <laughs> I don't know, they're gotta be, they're like the next group, really, yeah, for the series wise. Once I got
0: look up something really quick,
1: okay, you look up something really quick. I was gonna I say, think I think,
0: I think, okay, I don't think I should say that because you want to know why we shouldn't say that, it might be. It might be what Pablo Escobar called his his people.
1: Okay, so yeah, we don't do that. <laughs>
0: but we don't say that. I
1: Yeah, my my we bad, t- we don't say that. We take that back. <laughs> we take yeah. it straight back.
0: Yes, we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. We don't, we don't say that. <laughs> Tour's going to get canceled, dude.
0: I, mean, I hope not.
1: There goes half his clients. They're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah,
0: anyway, that group, obviously Molly's Molly's overseas, so she's um she's not going to be there clearly but all those other yeah all the, all the other ones are going to be there and I, they're like a huge part of the class now that younger group that we always
1: talk about yeah yeah it's kind of bummer like Laura I don't think it's going to be here I think somebody mentioned to us in one of the comments like it's kind of too bad Beth doesn't come over here and erase it because those would be fun to watch mm-hmm. um but I think the because of that like you get to see a little more of these younger superstars who maybe would get outshined a little bit because of their first straight speed, but because they can shift gears a little more with, you know, let's say less of those top women as well. Same with the same thing. The guys feel like having a few less, like you get to show your skills more and these girls do and get a little more confidence, get to get in the mix a little bit. And I think that's really cool for them, but also for people watching.
0: I think it, it's almost a good thing when all, some top European riders don't come over and it stays a bit separate because for one, yeah, like it makes, it makes the class more competitive stateside for the riders here. But also it's like then you have a little bit of mystery going into World Cups when you have the top Europeans versus the top North American-based people. Like the mm. sport's gotten so global that so many people just race in the U.S. all the time, like Sylvan or everyone just comes over. And it's just like a mini World Cup. But like not every race has to be a, a mini World Cup. Like you could have sure. the two circuits and just meet at the World Cups.
1: That's true. Mm-hmm. I like it better that way. I think too, because you're right. Because the mystery exactly. is part of the fun. Like when you when you're going into a tournament of any sport and people haven't matched up yet, like that's what's fun. It's like okay, let's see how they do against each other. Yeah, you know? and
0: then it just makes. I mean, if every race is a World Cup, it's just hard as fuck everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. just brutal. Like okay. it just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we have a nice chill weekend in Oldsmar. You got like sixty riders, and like <laughs> you're like, what's Diego doing?
0: We got World Cup number one. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that the younger group of U.S. women, they've been riding the track the past week. Mackenzie, Lexi, um, Payton's been pulling this year. So I look for good weekends out of them.
1: Are you still holding stock on Delaney?
0: Yes, holding stock. <laughs> 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 Certainly, not Certainly not selling stock.
1: Absolutely not. we do gonna do that right yeah, here. By the here. way, happy birthday to
0: the desert destroyer.
1: It's a birthday today, right? Or yesterday, right?
0: I think to yeah, one of the two. Anyway, happy birthday, Delaney. Friend happy of the birthday. program. Happy birthday. Happy
1: birthday. Friend <laughs> of the program. <laughs> hello program. program.
0: Hell <laughs> <birthday>. Hell <of laughs> <birthday. laughs> what were you saying, Ryan? Who do you think? What?
1: Oh no, I wasn't saying anything, dude. I was listening to you guys talk.
0: All right, yeah, shut up.
1: Yeah. Hey, fun I got a video of him, Tori, doing that in 2017, the hello program. Hello, program. I'm punching the roof in the van. What a video. I got I so much stuff.
0: The roof of the van?
1: Yeah, when well, we had the, the solar eclipse and James' dumbass opened the sunroof. Where? <laughs> in St. Albert,
0: 2017. <laughs> St. Albert, hell yeah.
1: Nothing well, beats St. Albert national champs the next weekend. Just two weeks in Alberta. Just nothing but flatland and just shitty hotel. Just having a blast.
0: God, those trips were so fun. I It was the that. best so fun
1: it was so God, funny because it'd be nothing like, like
0: going on a, nothing like going on a team trip for like 10 days in two races
1: yeah dude especially our team we see that that year well i wasn't on team we see if you guys just joined the trip but it was like us three alex um ben leslie like all the boys it was so fun it was a good time yeah
0: Yeah, uh, that i that i do i do miss traveling with the boys and that was fun
1: Oh, dude, so much fun times. Every time for dinner, what's for dinner? And we just all look at Tori. Tori would be like, on his phone, be like, yeah, let's go tie. <laughs> <laughs> he just walks in stably. No, he's like, hey, yeah, water, pad time, pad time, with no peanuts. And he just sits there. Oh. boys
0: boy feeling Italian at night or what?
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> classic. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. So much stuff. So. so many stories. You
0: uh, were you boys staying in Rock Hill? You guys still you burning down the Super Eight still, or where are you staying now? No,
1: extended stay. I'm uh, moving up in
0: the world. Nice budget's got to be. No, move. easy,
1: <laughs> easy. I would actually take a Super Eight because I could get some free yogurt in the morning. Dude, so we got no brekkie here. So,
0: wait, is it, where did we stay for the world? Is that the extended stay? Or is that different?
1: No, for the world we stayed at the Wingate, I think it's called oh, yeah.
0: That place wasn't that good either
1: kind of weird it's funny so there's like there's the shitty row of hotel the shitty hotel row in rock hill that we've stayed at a bunch unfortunately there's the extended yeah. stay which is kind of down the highway which is around some nicer ones and then last year we stayed at and the best That's uh, probably the best hotel bed in the city. yeah we stayed at some like comfort suites last year dude that was unbelievable you had two nice size queen size beds a nice little uh couch and tv area and your little do you have a little kitchenette yeah little kitchenette and a fridge i think last year it was great unbelievable yeah, well, okay. we yeah Ryan's, just
0: making, Ryan's just making making pancakes and waffles in the morning.
1: Yeah, I just wake up naked just in the kitchen, just flipping breakfast. Yeah. James got the blind. I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> what
0: a sight that would be. Just wake up. Ryan's just naked in the kitchen making pancakes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marna Jane. <laughs> Good
0: morning. All uh, oh, we, we, got, we got anything else on the Rock Hill basis of things?
1: um i'll give uh, the last shout out to uh i think someone we've been winning tegan pascal she's been i mean chipping away i think this year i think we we thought we were going to see a lot in houston i think that was a get through houston and i think uh i think this this weekend will be that one where the stock's about to pay off don't let her shift yeah she's a shifter don't let her shift. So Dude, she
0: has been fast like i she is fast yeah i watched her race so i watched her race in whatever when i was in houston but i was also in vegas at the race dude, fuck, she was pulling in Vegas on that short indoor first straight. She hey, hasn't first... shown, I was going to say, she hasn't shown, like, her true speed yet, but it's coming. And when it does, she's going to do well.
1: She looks more, like, as far as last year, she had just, there's, like, back-to-back-to-back injuries with her shoulder. And, I mean, like, knock on wood, everything is going well. But she just looks so much more comfortable on the bike. Like, she's able to get moving now. And, like, I don't know, I think, like, the, 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 the track, being comfortable <laughs> on the track is, like, matching her speed. So, I think it's looking good.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I agree. She's got, she's improved a lot. Like she looks much more powerful this year. And like I said, I think she just hasn't shown it yet, but it's coming.
1: Yeah, it's coming. I had a random question that Ryan asked me, Tori, that I'm asking you because I answered. Would you rather have Joris's gate with Sylvan's track speed? That's a good question. Or was it Cam Woods' gate? Or is it Cam, no. Cam Woods' gate with Kai White's track speed? Uh, this is a classic cooldown question. Just bullshit. <laughs> I would
0: go, go Cam and Kai. I mean, you can't lose, but I would go Cam and Kai, probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I took the French Connection. Yeah, I mean, they're both. I mean, obviously, really. You're good, both. You're but, coming out winning either way. One time.
0: Yeah. So, so crazy yeah.
1: town. Yeah.
0: All right, we got some. We got some quick shots, Ryan. Right? Um, some questions
1: from the grandstands.
0: Oh yeah, questions from the grandstands. Fuck me, yeah. I always forget.
1: So, How does Ryan Clint. deal
0: with? Connor Laverty, how does Ryan be, deal with being so handsome? It's got to be a burden.
1: Who said that, Connor Laverty?
0: Yeah, how does Ryan deal with being so handsome?
1: I mean, <laughs> Con- Connor's a great-looking guy. He, I went to high school with Connor. What a guy. One of the best-looking gingers I've, I've ever seen in my life. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll do no comment on that. I mean, I'd ask Tory because he just kind of passed it down. So. <laughs> You know,
0: with Ryan, with your great power comes great responsibility.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, I always tell people Tori Tori and I's favorite thing is just looking in the mirror. (laughs) you better looking every day.
0: Uh, From Austin Smith, dist three. New Rock Hill versus old Rock Hill opinions.
1: I mean, probably got to be old Rock Hill. Two jumps is fun. Mm. I don't like this little table thing.
0: Having not rode the new one, I would say for sure the old first straight, but I think yeah, the no shit. new the new third fourth straights are probably better.
1: Oh, I forgot about the old third straight pro. It was just step up four monster rollers.
0: Yeah, I would say the new one minus the first straight, probably.
1: Yeah, because if we're going full like entire track to entire track, I'll take the old one. Just because I think overall, I overall you're getting something a little more consistent. Second straight was better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I was talking to Quickly speaking, I was talking to Shawnee Gain, our boys, and, um, you know, talking about speed runs. Um, <laughs> even he – I was telling Sean's like, what race? Because, I mean, Sean's not in the – he's not in the know anymore. He's not paying attention unless it's the World Cups, so I don't think. But he's like, what race? I so, was like, Rockville, he's like – even he kind of was like, yeah, it's the kind of the, the good one of the year, isn't it?" So, I was like, yeah, it is, yeah. So. From MP112,
0: will he wear a vest during morning practice? Great question.
1: MP112, niche?
0: Yeah, we wear a vest <laughs> or what?
1: If it's below 10, I throw the vest on. I think that's a rule for me. So yeah. Sunday practice, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's fucking, I mean, it's, it's, dark yeah. it's
0: from Stovall BMX. Ryan's favorite place to eat in Rock Hill? I think I know it.
1: Um, uh, Favorite place to eat in Rock Hill? Um, I think it's the curveball. I'm going to go Longhorn Steakhouse because You're I had not, it.
0: Not Sakura? Are you kidding me?
1: No, actually, no. I'm gonna go Longhorn Steakhouse. That place is
0: incredible. Botchie yeah, Skier
1: is good, but I, I had Longhorn Steakhouse before World 2017 the night before, so I mean, his all time. <laughs> Get popping off there. For I mean,
0: Island, who's who's faster, Alex or Rylan or Ryan?
1: Um, Prime Alex. I'm gonna take Prime Alex. Yeah, you me. got. You got to be the honest man. I think Dude, I'm gonna I be honest. There's a changing of the guards, and I think you're allowed to say it. It's got to be Alex. I'm Alex. We're talking no neck brace Alex. You want to know what I would have loved to see is a battle between Ryan right now and Alex Manchester 2019. Oh, yeah. Like that. Or Oldsmar. I would love to see these boys dropping in Oldsmar. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Because, like, Alex, like, he races at home now. We just dilly-dallies, and he's still with us, and it's super annoying. It's incredible. It's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, Alex is a weapon. Certified weapon, Ryan, dude.
0: Ryan, what's your favorite TV show right now? Netflix or other streaming service?
1: Um, I just finished Game of Thrones. I got a Game of Thrones late. Um, I was telling James, I, I, I was always like a Peaky Blinders guy, but I put Game of Thrones above Peaky Blinders. And right now it's Ted Lasso because it's streaming, so. Ted Lasso's amazing. Uh Chipotle or In-N-Out? Oh, Chipotle and that's a dumb question. Oh my god, this guy sucks. You're going to go In-N-Out? Absolutely. I mean, what a fucking overrated place. So we're going to break it down. Come on now. Don't even talk to me dude. We only have In-N-Out in Canada. We have Chipotle in Canada. We can go to Chipotle whenever we want. We can't go to the In-N-Out whenever we want. Chipotle... Yeah, but I've been to In-N-Out and I've been like, all right.
0: Chipotle's just okay these days.
1: Yeah. We- okay yeah well ryan got a shitty one the other day we went the other day i got this oh, chicken i don't know what it was um i don't want to say it was adoba i don't want to say it was some it's marinated right. chicken and i gotta say Adobo. it was, it was uh, adoba it was uh, delicious it's, 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 i want to yeah
0: no. um Chipotle by my house i go every few months it's bad every time i go every few months <laughs> I'm like, you know what this is this is gonna be different. I'm gonna get Chipotle, and it's just a five out of ten every time, and it's frustrating.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess I haven't had it enough. You know what? The best though.
0: fucking Chipotle, dude. The best Chipotle you'll ever have is the new one in Poco by the oh. Costco back home.
1: It's the best one. That's but that's the dude, only one I, know. I don't
0: understand if they sprinkle like crack in the bowl <laughs> or what they do, but it is fucking incredible. Dude, that's the best Chipotle. Chipotle you will ever have.
1: Dude, that that Chipotle is like it's like Canucks game beers, like the Roger Arena beers they you have. Like, I'm banged up after two Roger Arena beers. Don't,
0: <laughs> I don't on? understand how it's so good. Like I don't know if it's the freshest ingredients, but it tastes fucking incredible.
1: That yeah, it's so good. It's a it's like the only one we got locally, and I always go there. And it's like every time the chips are good, the chips are never bad, which is crazy. Elite, elite oh. Chipotle. Yeah, it's elite. Yeah. Got the Costco too. Get the Costco dog.
0: <laughs> you want to know the real OGs of life or Costco? They haven't raised their price on hot dogs in like 20 years. It's still a dollar ninety nine for a hot dog and a cup.
1: It's the <laughs> it's the Augusta of make groceries. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. They they're good people. They keep their food the same price because everyone knows what they're getting. Everyone wants what they yeah. want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, Ryan, thanks for joining us, buddy We appreciate Dude. chatting with us I'm stoked to watch you two fucking stallions this weekend
1: Hey, stoked to be on You guys invite me on any time Half the time I'm in the room James podcast, <laughs> and James does his podcast I, I do only get the invite I think he felt bad this time He's like, well, can't get Ryan out now So, yeah, it was good Thank you guys for having me on I love being on, love being on the show Okay, you're up Ryan, is when you start with a great gate or a, a good gate?
0: Probably a great one, right? Great gate yeah, Only on pro gate, too
1: right you're
0: gonna see him. You're gonna see him coming out of lane six through eight this weekend, and it's gonna be a fucking missile. <laughs> <He knows too. laughs> third pick,
1: right Where's Ryan? Probably eight, no. six. <laughs> you're gonna see, see, like, like, see
0: this missile from the outside. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's Tugas. Uh, this,
1: two. this is your opportunity. Is now that I'm trying to do too is shout out who you want to shout out or whatever you want to shout out. Now this is your opportunity. Shout out Chase BMX, CF Grips, corner If you're listening, I love you. You're the man. Yeah, that's all I got, dude. That's all I got. What, uh, what else I got to say? Shout out to you guys for letting me on. My sub man. Thanks, hey, man. All right, guys.
0: YouTube chat. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week for the Rock Hill recap show. See you guys. Later. Yeah, well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee
1: chatter. Get off my back, guy. <laughs> you have to be fussing the truck. I hate that guy. <laughs>